So are you tired of wondering if the people you hire know how to do the job? Are you sick and tired of wondering when the next mishap is going to happen? We need to start taking these things into our own hands. We have to stop relying on other people to do what's best for us. So on today's episode of Training the Trainer, we're going to talk about things to do to take back your office. You're listening to the Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to train the trainer. Okay. We have several workshops at the Nonprofit Leadership Academy, and one of the main workshops that we suggest to our corporate, our nonprofit leaders, and our organizations is called Train the Trainer. Where you're, whether you're pre- preparing for a professional event, whether you're looking to do some kind of upgraded something or other, or you're just hiring your first staff member, it is time for us to train those people so they will know how to take care of the office the way we want them to, right? So let's get into it. Looking at my notes, making sure we get it all right. All right. Um, You have to be prepared to train the people that you want to run your office successfully. Now, that's sometimes harder said than done, because when we first start hiring people, what is the first people we hire? Or who are the first people we look to to get training done? You know, who, who do we look to? We, we look to our, our old faithful, you know, if, if they're retired, we look to mom or dad. If we're not retired, we look to uh, that spouse who may not have a job. Or we look for our best friends to take over the role we can't take over, right? Am I right or am I right, y'all? We go to that little old lady who is the best person at church that takes all the minutes and the notes. That's who we look at, right? Don't we? Look, 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 look. Look closely into my eyes. Ain't that who we always choose? We always choose those people who are the closest to us that we think is going to get the job done. But do they? Or do they spend more time talking to their friends? Do they spend more time hanging out with their buddies and not taking your business seriously? Come on, y'all. Let's talk about it for real. Let's not play. Let's think about this. Okay. So we, we, we have to first set up our office. We then, after setting up our office, we have to be proactively looking for somebody who we can afford, first of all, because let's get serious. The reason why we pick these people is because they are people who we can afford, right? So when you get to the point where you can start affording to train or to hire people for your um, job, for that event planner, instead of using your friend's 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 cousin, you, you have to learn how to bring along a staff that's going to work with you in today's atmosphere that can be a hard thing to do. Let's leave it at that. So let's get into it. 
when you train a trainer, you have to have various tools to create an engaging, a, a compelling, a workplace where you want to work, 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 right? Not compelling for somebody else, but a compelling workplace where you want to work, where you will be satisfied, where you won't have to worry about walking in the door, worrying if things are getting done, right? You want a workplace that is not going to aggravate the inside of your spirit every time you walk in the door because your trash is not taken out because your windows have not been open because the heat wasn't put on in the, in the conference room and you know, it's cold in there. Come on now. Don't, don't we get that one? It's always the heat didn't get turned on in the conference room and you got a, a, a big meeting and everybody is cold. Okay. So you gotta make sure that you have a, uh, some staff that is going to be engaging and for real, for real, you really need, people that's going to anticipate what you going to do. You need somebody who, when they walk in the office in the morning, they know you like tea more than coffee. So they're not going to just fix their coffee pot because, Hey, I'm not going to tell you not to have them fix your coffee, but you know, make sure that they fixing their own coffee too. You know, you, you get a cup, I get a cup. Okay. But what if I don't like coffee? If they know I'm, I, I like tea and they fixing tea, then I would expect for them to bring me some too, but you need people who can anticipate that for you because sometimes people are not going to anticipate what you need. If you're not allowing them or delivering to them and engaging with them in the way you like things done, they're not going to know that you need those sales figures for the account that you're trying to create. If you don't first give them that opening to understand who you are and how things run, right? So let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about facilitating and analyzing and understanding your um, person's needs. The person that you're going to hire to take over the things that need to be taken care of over in your organization. Let's talk about them. You got to understand that people are not, my readers, okay, come on, leaders. I'm, look, let me let me move this. Hello, let me move this mic a little closer. People are not my readers. I cannot read your mind and know what you want. You have to let people know what you are expecting from them. You have to have the 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 tough talks. Let's let's say it like that. You got to have those tough talks so people won't be afraid to listen to what you have to say. They won't be like. They won't be like, give me my coins because I'm going to do a day's work, but then they don't know how to do a day's work. Okay. Let's be for real. We got a lot of people out here that act like they can do the thing and they cannot. And that's because uh us, it's our fault. Yes. I'm telling you, it is your fault. Let, let me, let, let me switch the camera too. It's your fault. Why is it your fault? It's your fault because you didn't tell your people what you expected from them. You have to start telling your people what you expect from them in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. When when they leave your office at night, tell them to put the stuff up. 
straighten up before you go home. So when you come in the morning, you ain't looking at a mess all over the place. Okay, so let's let's get it straight. It is a lot of times it's our fault. It's our fault because we don't tell the people that that is in our office what we need for them to do. Right. <clears throat> so be, before you train somebody on whatever it is that you're training them on, you got to know what you want. First of all, you got to you have to define, facilitate and present what you need in whatever it is that you're doing. You can't keep on relying on somebody else's idea that's going to make it straight for you. You can't rely on people to be like, yeah, whatever, however, whenever, whatever. You can't rely on that no more. You have to be straightforward and you got to train people. You got to facilitate the situation and you have to present it in a way that people are going to listen to what you have to say, right? Then you have to understand how people can be trained. Now, this is a hard one. It is hard for a lot of us. Uh, have you ever heard of the fact that people learn differently? We all learn differently, y'all. We we not the same people like we were uh, or like people thought back in the day where everybody learned the same. Sit me in a chair, the teacher's at the front, they lecturing all day, and then after the lecture is over, I got it. That's not how the world works. And you want to be honest? It wasn't like that before. It was not like that before. We just, how you say it, dealt with it, put up with it, lived with it, grew with it, functioned with it, did the things with it. That's that's what that was. It wasn't because it was always like that, y'all. And we know that. It wasn't like that. We all grew up differently, but it wasn't noticed that it was different, but it is now. And so you got to understand when you're training somebody, you got to train them in the way you, no, 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 they need to be trained. So if they're a visual learner, make it visual for them. If they're an audible learner, make it audible for them. Because if you're training them the way that they need to be trained, they're going to get what you're putting down. They're going to pick up what you're trying to give them. And you got to do that, right? So first things first, you have to create a plan of action of some type so people can understand what they need to do. You have to make sure that you incorporate the learning and be prepared yourself. Because when you're teaching somebody or training somebody on anything, they have to know what to expect. But in that, you have to be the person that provides what they need and not be afraid to go get help for it yourself. I cannot train you on being a good nonprofit, whatever, if I don't know anything about nonprofit. Simple as that. So you got to know what you're talking about before you try to tell somebody else. Okay. You got to. Do like I said, you have to create an active and engaging and a environment where people want to learn from you. You can't expect them to already know it all because they don't. 
People don't already know it all. They don't know it all. They don't know it all because if they knew it all, they wouldn't be getting training from you. They're getting training from you because they don't know how to do it. You want to train them the way you want them to learn it so they can mimic what you're doing. You want them to mimic how you accomplish whatever it is you're accomplishing so then you can get those duplicated results, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. You don't want another you, but you want somebody who can do things efficient as you do, not somebody who is going to take up and do something and it's not what you expect, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you want somebody who is willing to learn what you have to that you're teaching them. You want somebody willing to be able to give it back to you and make it easy for them to transfer to somebody else. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You make sure that you have materials that they can read, listen to, um, see visually, maybe projects of some type. Don't think that it's okay to get people, um, and just give them a book and say, here, here, here go the manual, you do it. Because that's not how people learn. That's not how everybody learn. As a visual learner, I have to see it in paper. As an audible learner, I have to hear it to understand it. And as somebody who need to touch and feel, I need to feel what it's like. Now, you can't feel a service, but you kind of can. Because if you sit and we have a mock counseling session and I'm giving you the information about how to be a counselor, then you're feeling what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter that, excuse me, it doesn't matter that the person um, is one type of learner or the other. It matters that they're understanding that you're providing the material so they can grasp how it works because at the end of the day, that's the important part. The important part is that you're giving them the tools they need when they need it and how they're needed. You know, it's not for us. You know, we, we all chuck it up. You know, we always chucking it up and laughing about it, but eventually it's going to blow up in our face. Okay. It's going to blow up in our face. So make sure that you have the learning materials that people need. Make sure that you have all the stuff that, that, is required to get the knowledge that people need. Okay, because school ain't for everybody. <laughs> school is not let me let me let me do camera too. School is not for everybody. We all don't require a four year education, an eight year education, a twelve year education, <clears throat> a sixteen year education in or about. Because if you put it all together, that's what happens bachelor's, master's, uh, doctorate, post-doctorate, trade school. Give people an opportunity to get them some work in the workforce. Stop trying to make it seem like if you don't have this highfalutin degree, you ain't never going to make it. Because guess what? People with degrees work at McDonald's. Okay, Let, let's be honest with it. People with master's degrees are not fulfilling their dreams because there's no jobs in that area. And don't tell me there's plenty of jobs out there. There is plenty of jobs out there, but not in the things that people need. The, the jobs that are out there right now are those jobs that are 
too high of a level for people to get or too low for a level to get. Because with a doctorate degree, people are not going to hire me at a low-paying job because the average person going to want $12 at McDonald's. I'm going to want 20 because I'm a doctor, if you see what I'm saying. It's not because the job is different. It's because the caliber of the education that I learned, and it's not that I know more than nobody else, but because I spent that time getting them those advanced degrees, I'm going to require more. And it's nothing wrong with that. Pay a person what they're worth. Okay? Stop trying to not pay these people what they're worth. People are worth more than what we're paying them. So give people what they're worth, right? Okay. <sighs> Sometimes it's going to be some tough things for people to learn. It's going to be some tough topics, right? So in those days when the tough topics come, be ready for them. Don't brush them off and think people are going to just automatically know what you mean because they're not. They're not going to automatically know what you mean. First of all, people are going to know what you say. They're going to listen to you. you they're going to do what you think they're going to do, and they're going to keep it moving. They they're not worried about them tough topics that you uh try to, to give them. They're not gonna they don't they're not gonna care. They're not gonna tear. They gonna the tough things are the most hardest for people to get wrap their head around. You know, the 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 worst for wear topics is the ones that people are gonna have the most struggle with. Things like communication, like uh <laughs> like getting out there and talking to that new client. That is difficult. So you don't want to talk to them. So you're going to push them off on your team mate or whatever. Cause you don't want to talk to them neither. So you, you got to, you know, you, you got to make those tough decisions and make sure that your people are uh, equipped with what they need in the workforce. Because think about it. You learn so much getting your bachelor's degree right but it's only an entry-level job positions once you get that job position you're gonna learn how to run the business part how the business wanted to be ran not how you learned it in in school most companies don't even you don't even need to go a lot of times to these educational programs to learn them because you're going to learn what you need in the company if your trainers are training you correctly. So that's what we're here to offer. Training the trainer. The Nonprofit Leadership Academy offers a course called Train the Trainer. We teach you the some intricate ways how you can train your team of people to run like a well-ordered oiled machine. Don't get me wrong now. We can't make it work. You have to facilitate it so it can work. You have to be open and ready for it and ready for the people to do the job they need to do. Yes, it is up to you to make these things happen. It is not up to nobody else but you. As the leader, you got to make the things happen. You got to communicate. You got to manage the situation. You got to facilitate. You got to be engaging. You, you, do you hear that? You, I keep saying you, you as the professional and the leader, is required to do those things. And once those things are done, the people who are, are getting the services, who's learning about what you do, they have to soak it, absorb it, live it, learn it, feel it, touch it, taste it, want to do it, 
and then they can be the, tra- the the people who you're training. They will be the people that will be able to step in and run your organization the way you want it to be ran. We spend a lot of time in our companies. We spend a lot of time creating organizations and that secret sauce. We keep giving it to them. We keep, you know, doing all the things. And so we have to be prepared to make sure that the secret sauce is, is, is getting where it needs to be. It's hard out here for a boss, but it's harder out here for employees who have not been trained that expect to do stuff because you, if you train your people, it will be easier to retain them than to go out here and get somebody new to do the job. It's harder to get somebody new to do the job. When you train somebody and keep them for years, that turnover and production is what you need. So back to nonprofit leadership Academy, we can teach you how to train your team is the course I'm talking about is train the trainer. So every week I'm going to come on here and I'm going to give you the objectives on how to do one class after the other. We offer these classes at the nonprofit leadership Academy so that you will be able to learn how to focus on keeping and sustaining your organization. That is our mission. Our mission is to help you keep and sustain your organization. So I want you to come back to Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early to hear about all the new things that's going on, to talk to some wonderful um, employers, uh, to talk to some nonprofits that's in existence, that's doing the thing in their community, some nonprofit leaders that's not scared to say, I'm doing it and mean it, that's not scared to step out and help somebody else in spite of the tough times that they're having, because we all having some times. Okay. So it's all about how we handle the, t- the, the times we're having. So um, on our next episode, we're going to be talking to a nonprofit leader that is making a difference in his community. The name of the organization is lift up a child He's one of uh, my brothers. Um, he has been in this industry for a quite a while, and he has been facilitating um, events, programs, processes to help lift up the whole child. So the next time, um, uh, uh, the, so the next time we're talking about um, what needs to be done in our community, this person I'm talking about this brother he he is making this thing happen so I want y'all to join me on nonprofit news with Dr. Shaniva Early next time when we are talking to um, the founder and CEO of Lift Up a Child thank you so much thank you for joining nonprofit news with Dr. Shaniva Early if you know someone who would benefit from this episode please like and share 